So, the big ask. This is what we're thinking about, but not only the big ask, the smaller asks. We've actually asked for a lot of things in this service, and it's been fantastic, actually, to just be here and to have that number of things being asked for. Catherine and Adam joining in their own prayer, asking for God's blessing on Emilia and so many other people praying along with them. The big ask uh, is actually something that happens sometimes in industry. When I worked in industry before I became a minister, I was involved in negotiations. I was involved with trade unions and management and uh, you would hear some things being said and things were put on the table. Some of you I know are involved in this kind of world. But you were actually listening. What is the big ask? What's the real thing that somebody wants out of this uh, kind of encounter? And sometimes other things would be said, but you were listening for the big ask. And to discern, to understand what is going on as somebody asks something, is actually quite a deep thing. And I found some of that experience quite useful when I came into church life later. In this reading from Luke, Jesus said to the disciples and to other people who were listening, just imagine, some of you, you've got friends, and a friend arrives at midnight. And this friend arrives, and you haven't got food. So what do you do? Well, the culture then was different to today. We might be able to, if we'd run out of food, just pop down to the 24-hour store. But this wasn't the way it happened. So the friend goes to another friend and starts knocking at midnight on this other friend to get some food. The culture, this culture that Jesus was part of, that he spoke about, was one in which hospitality, to welcome in somebody was something of really big importance. So if you had this friend and the friend needed food, you had to get the food. You must feed the visitor. There was no excuse. And so here we have this midnight event. And we're thinking about families and we're thinking about children. There are nighttime events that take place, aren't there? When the children wake up when something unexpected happens, when something even fearful happens uh, to people in the middle of the night, chest pains in the middle of the night, contractions in the middle of the night, whatever goes on needs some help. And for the Israelite family, it was a bit different. Uh, When you had to wake somebody up in the middle of the night, you were probably waking up a family that was all huddled together in one room. So it was a big deal to wake the whole family. Uh, They were sleeping there one by one across the straw mats. But also the animals would be probably in the room, at least the smaller animals. So getting a whole family woken up after you just got them all to sleep. I mean, you got them to sleep. Let's keep them asleep. That's what you're looking for. And uh, especially uh, if the animals get a bit uh, restless and uh, wake up, you might be in some deep trouble. 
so don't bother me. We're all asleep. I cannot help you. Even the friend wasn't willing to help in that situation. So Jesus' point is not primarily about friendship. Friendship's great, but his real point is when you're in a situation which is one of need, keep on asking. This is the big ask. Now, the story itself had lots of humor about it, and uh, the Jewish audience would have really enjoyed this picture that Jesus was painting. But in the end, he comes to a point which is for us this morning. Uh, I really believe that we can all take something from this. Where he says these very simple words, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened. For everyone who asks receives and the one who seeks finds and the one who knocks will find that door is open. The point about the persistence is what Jesus actually said here was not just ask once and think, that's it, but go on asking. That's the real meaning of it. Go on asking. And this is true, isn't it, when you think about uh, the growing up of a small child. It's not just a once this morning ask that we're talking about. It's an asking and an asking and an asking. And so there is a going on asking to keep praying, to keep in mind what you want and what you are bringing to God. Now I asked for examples uh, from our congregation. Uh, What have you found when you think about asking and seeking and knocking? Because my experience is not the only thing you want to hear about this morning. You want to hear what other people have discovered. And so here's one. Uh, which is about asking. One of the members of our church community here in Camborne said this uh, about when she was setting up a creche or child care facility in her previous church. She said, One Sunday, my vicar asked me to buy some musical equipment for the toddlers, rattles and shakers and so on. And she says, I was really quite worried about this because I wasn't working, I had zero income, and a very tight budget, I had a young child. She says, I hardly slept on the Sunday night after this request, worrying how I was going to be able to afford it, and I prayed for God's guidance. She says, the next morning, in the post, Monday morning, I received a tax rebate for £22. I'd never received a tax rebate before, she says. I've never received one since. But it was just enough to cover the cost of the instruments that were needed. Now that's, in a way, a one-time ask. But isn't it good to think about the small things as well as the big things in the ways that God is involved? Jesus continues in the reading that we had, Which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then... Though you are evil, says Jesus, know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? So this is a kind of bizarre uh, thing. What did you get your son for his birthday? Well, he wanted an egg, 
So I gave him a, a scorpion. You're an idiot. The parable of the bad father. Are we going to be like that? Isn't it a little bit strange that Jesus says, you, even though you're evil? What's he saying there? And I found one of the writers helpful. Jesus is saying, we have our own self-centered agendas. There are things that we want. But actually, if our children want something, we'll reach out to them. We'll do what we can. If we were really evil, we wouldn't even help them. But their asking and our responding is part of the close relationship that we have with our own children. And this is the relationship that God wants with us. This is the amazing thing, that he wants to draw us into that kind of relationship with him, where we can ask, where we can bring our needs to him. Petition to ask is, is sometimes thought of as the kind of lowest form of, of prayer. You know, everything else is bigger. Praise or something that uh, imagines how great God is. But actually, uh, this is not the lowest form of prayer. It is the day-by-day prayer. It's, it's a childlike expression of faith in which we bring our daily needs and our desires to our Heavenly Father. And God joyfully responds to those prayers that we bring. So let us continue in our prayers. Perhaps there's things you've been praying for for a long time. Let's continue. It is not that God is reluctant. It's not that he's unfair. But he wants to know that we are serious. That we want to do his will and we're asking him to help us to do that will. Here's the second uh, that I want to use from our church community. Where somebody says this. I found... That one of the difficult things is to discern when prayers don't seem to be answered. Is it that the timing is wrong to be patient? Is it that we're not asking actually for God's will to be done? And the examples given uh, by this particular person that our church building here in Camborne involved a lot of prayer and over a period of about eight years what we realized was right for Camborne changed several times and there were many setbacks. However, this drew folk together. We prayed more together and tried to listen more to what God really wanted of us. And this is where God has led people to. I think that's really good uh, to think of how prayer continues. Sometimes the focus of prayer will change. Sometimes we understand in a different way what that answer is going to be. Prayer of this kind is a journey. We're all on a journey. Uh, and this journey involves us in bringing our needs. Jesus himself came to God asking for things. And particularly as we were going through those Psalms, you could sense, couldn't you, some of the pain in some of those prayers. Did you pick that up? Uh, of uncertainty, of confusion. And Jesus himself said, Father, if it's possible, Let this suffering pass away from me. I don't want to go through all of that. But let your will be done. And there was no other way to go. So sometimes it's hard. We have to go on praying. We have to bring our needs again and again to God. Yesterday I was uh, speaking at a conference in Oxford. 
And uh, I met somebody that I hadn't met for quite a few years. She was a student uh, when I knew her uh, in London when I was teaching at a college, a Baptist college there. She was training to be a Baptist minister. And I hadn't seen her and we were catching up and uh, I said, how's your, how's your ministry going? And she said, what are you doing now? And I said, uh, I'm in Camborne Church now. And uh, Camborne Church, she said, wow. And I had forgotten that she came from this area uh, before she went to London to, uh, to study. And she said, Camborne. I've never actually known anybody get so excited about Camborne, but uh, it's good, isn't it, to uh, have this excitement. And the reason was, she said, when there was just a few houses being built here, she said, I was walking around praying for the people who would come here, for the people who would be Camborne. And she said, of course, I never thought that you would be here, me. And, uh, of course, she couldn't even have envisaged all the people who would be part of this community or the newish the newest people that are coming in like Amelia. So there's Val praying a prayer years ago when just a few houses were here uh, for people who would be here in the future, not knowing what was going to happen, but knowing that God in his love does more than we can ask or think, maybe not always in the way we ask or think, but he is there. He wants us to ask. He wants to answer.